Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to share with you just being open, being real, being vulnerable with how ending my binge eating allowed me to make more money. So going back to 2017, I was working at a gym as a personal trainer And I've always loved fitness. I've always loved health. I've always loved being active. I've always loved helping other people. And, you know, actually before that, even this was probably, geez, 2015, 2014, 2016, or even earlier, I actually got into uh, Beachbody and I, you know, I did their programs And I love their programs like Insanity. And I actually really liked Insanity. If I think about doing Insanity now, I think my knees might break. (laughs) And it's so funny because, you know, many years ago, I would be doing Insanity. And when people would say like, oh, I just can't do it because like my knees or, you know, it's too, too much impact. I'm like, oh, no, come on. It's not bad. But a few years later, I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm doing that again. Um, Anyway, so I was actually doing Beachbody, let's say 2015, 2016. I'm really bad with like dates, but I'm trying to go off memory here. And I was doing their Beachbody programs and I loved it. And of course, if I could share, you know, what's been working well for me, why, why would I not do that? So I ended up signing up as like a beach body coach. Um, like I said, I was so young at the time. I was probably the youngest beach body coach out there. Um, and you know, I, I shared it with a few people. Um, but it just, it wasn't my thing because I just felt very, uh, like, I don't know. I remember like posting stuff about like, join my challenge. And I don't know, it just felt very icky and very wrong. And it just, I mean, the 21 day fixed portion containers. I mean, I felt like I was a little bird eating out of those containers. But, anyways, so I started with Beachbody. And then 2017, uh, around that time, I was, you know, working at a gym. Probably before that, you guys, like I said, my dates are kind of all over the place, but you're going to get the gist of everything. So I was working at a gym as a personal trainer and I was making decent money. It was like $20 per hour and I worked a lot. I would literally start at 6 a.m. and I would basically go all day and sometimes come home at like 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock. So I was working a lot and it was what I enjoyed. 
I, like I said, I was a personal trainer. I was teaching fitness classes. And then in between when I didn't have clients or I didn't have a class to teach, I would do my own workout. Um, and I was just working at a gym. Like it was so much fun. And actually at the time I was actually doing some YouTube videos. Um, so I got to like edit some YouTube videos cause it was kind of like a quiet gym. It was an incredible gym. Like it was massive. It had everything, but not many people knew about it. Um, so anyways, I was doing a lot. I was working a lot, a lot and yes, I enjoyed it. Yes, it was fun, but I kind of felt safe and comfortable. And what I mean by that is I knew like deep down I was destined for more. I knew that I could be helping so many more people. I knew that I could just be doing so much more of what I love, help more clients, make an even bigger impact in the world. But I felt safe. I felt comfortable. I'm like, I mean, I'm doing what I love, right? I mean, I'm making pretty good money. Um, This is a great gym. The people are incredible. Like, what more could I ask for? But, you know, people always told me, like, Lorna, you should start your own business. You should open up your own gym. You're here all day anyways. Like, literally, people would tell me, "You, you run the place. And I'm like, yeah, but this is, this is fine. Like, it's all good. You know, I don't need to start my own business. And it was actually interesting because in college, after I went to university, there was actually a course. So I took, um, kinesiology in university and then college, I took fitness and health promotion. And there was actually a a course specifically for people who wanted to start their own business. And I paid zero attention because I was like, that's never going to be something that I'm personally going to do. I'm never going to start my own business. It was never something that like got me excited because I was always kind of thinking like brick and mortar. And I was like, I would never want to own my own gym. That's just not my, not my thing. So I literally paid like zero attention in that class. And anyways, when people would tell me like even family members, clients, you need to be starting your own business. Like you're amazing at what you do. And I'm not going to lie. I was an incredible personal trainer. I was incredible at teaching group fitness classes because I was young and I just got out of school and I just got my certifications and things were fresh and the, the ladies loved it. And we had so much fun, but deep down, I didn't think I was worth that deep down. I didn't think it was possible for me to start my own business, to like live this dream life. You know, I looked at, you know, let's say like even people in my life, like my mom, she was a teacher. She made, she made good money. Um, my dad made good money too, but it wasn't like I had anyone in my life that like started their own business, like in, in my immediate family, really. So I was like, no, like I'm actually just safe here. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't like, I didn't even believe that I could be successful at that. And I was just kind of living in this comfort zone, you know, and a huge reason why was because I lacked confidence in myself, of course, but even deeper than that, I hated my body. I hated what I was doing with food. 
you know, at the time I was binge eating and an incredibly unhealthy relationship with food, which kind of sounds contradictory because I was a personal trainer and I was working at a gym and all of that stuff. But, you know, I did not like who I was. So thinking about starting my own business, I'm like, I can't even get my shit together with my food. So what makes me think that I'm going to start my own business? You know, and I felt like an imposter so many times. There would be many, many times that I would, you know, go and train a client and feel like my stomach was going to burst because I just binged. And it was such a horrible feeling, you guys. Like I, I remember there was one day where I had a few clients in the morning and I drove home because I just wanted to binge and I binged so hard. And I remember crying on my couch and being like, I don't even want to go back and train this client. Like I am disgusting. And I just felt horrible about myself of not only what I was doing to myself, but like what I'm doing for my clients. Like I can't show up as this happy bubbly Lorna when I literally just binge and I feel gross. I showed up obviously anyways, because that's the type of person that I am, but it was just not fun. And there was so much fear. You guys, there was this lack of belief, this lack of trust in myself that always made me scared to try anything new because heck I had all of this evidence for why I can't trust myself with food, why I can't trust myself to stick to this diet plan, why I can't trust myself to not eat an entire box of cookies, why I can't trust myself to not binge after making several promises to myself that I wasn't going to binge. But anyways, I was at this gym for a long, long, long time. Everybody told me I needed to start my own business. My husband was like, you should at least ask for a raise. I mean, you've been here for so long. You basically run the place, like ask for a raise. And I looked at him like, what? Why would I do that? Like, you guys, I was so, so, so insecure that I thought he was like crazy. I did not feel comfortable asking for a raise because what if I got rejected, right? What if, what if my boss said no? What if my boss thought I was selfish? What if my boss thought, uh, you actually don't belong here. I'm just going to fire you. Like, I didn't think that that was probably going to happen, but I was really scared of asking for a raise. I'm like, how do I even ask this? Like, maybe I should like do a better job. And then I can ask for it. Like you guys, I had such low self-esteem and I was so stuck. I was stuck in this position where I wasn't fully fulfilled and I felt like an imposter and my life wasn't really going the way that I wanted it to. You know, I turned a lot of friends away because of my binge eating and this self-sabotage cycle being obsessed with food, not going to friends' birthday parties because, well, I don't want to eat the cake and there's going to be too many calories and there's going to be too many snacks around and they haven't seen me in a while and my body's probably changed because of my binge eating. So what are they going to think of me? And 
uh, I was addicted to suffering. You know, I kind of thought that this was my norm. It was my norm to wake up in the morning, go to the gym, train my clients, come home, binge, feel like shit, wake up the next morning and do it all over again. So that was kind of, you know, my life for a really long time. And I, you know, I just wasn't making the income that I was looking for. I wasn't helping as many clients as I wanted to. And I just felt stuck. So fast forward, fast forward to 2018. So 2018 was when my binge eating was at an all-time high. It was the worst that it's ever been. And this is actually when my husband and I started our our fitness studio. And that was all Andrew. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, I'm I'm so grateful that I had a husband that, you know, has this, you know, such great belief in himself. And, you know, that, that was that was his baby. And he wanted to open up a fitness studio and because I didn't really believe in myself. I'm like, well, if he believes that we can do this, then sure, let's do it. But anyways, my binging was at an all-time, you know, low um in 2018 and it was it was impacting every single area of my life, you guys. I I can't say one area where it didn't get impacted because it impacted my relationship, it impacted my intimate life, it impacted my career it impacted my family life. It impacted my mental health, my physical health, every single area. And I knew that I needed to get some support. I knew that I needed to get some help. So fast forward to 2019, I finally reached out for support. I finally took that time to heal my relationship with food and what a, what a surprise, what a surprise after, you know, doing the work, working on my relationship with food, healing my body image, starting to have more confidence in myself. I slowly started to feel like myself again. And it was a process. I'm not trying to say like, you know, this was something that happened overnight. It definitely did not happen overnight. It was, you know, it was, it was a process where I would do these things on a daily basis. I'd speak more kinder to myself. I would start, you know, a meditation practice. I would start doing these gratitude practices and, and journaling. And, you know, I would start treating myself like a best friend and I was being more kinder to myself. I was being more loving towards myself. And, you know, because I wasn't, stuck in these binge restrict cycles, you know, I felt better about myself and, you know, I've, I I was still kind of hesitant and I didn't have this like, you know, amazing love for myself or, you know, I didn't have like this immense amount of confidence, but I started to get there. And I thought that was, you know, a great step in the right direction because of where I came from. And, you know, it, 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 it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. And I started to have this like desire in my belly that I wanted to help women and binge eating. And I always kind of knew deep down that I would help women with this because 
it was such a struggle for myself that I just got it. Like I just, you know, like when you're truly in something, explaining it to somebody like you just get it. You just like you've lived it. Right. And I've experienced it. So I'm like, I can help so many people with this because I've lived it and I've conquered it. And I'm going to, I'm going to be an incredible coach. I'm going to be an incredible coach. But, you know, I started working with clients, you know, with their health and their fitness, because again, that's what I kind of felt safe doing. And then I started helping them with, you know, their relationship with food. And I real, I quickly, quickly, quickly realized that there was a lot of people that had an unhealthy relationship with food, unfortunately. And some people didn't even realize it. You know, they're like, wow, I didn't even know that I like always, you know, beat myself up after eating a cookie or I didn't really realize that like I felt super guilty going out for dinner. Right. I didn't really realize it. So I started working with clients on, you know, their better relationship with food. And, you know, I realized that like this lights me up. This literally lights me up. And once I, you know, grew with my relationship with food and no longer, you know, was binge eating and I felt confident in that, I started, you know, coaching women with binge eating. And I started to truly, 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 truly live my dream life, working with clients from all over the world, working with clients and seeing how much of an impact I'm making in their lives. And you guys, it's, I'm, I'm proud to say, honestly, I've gotten to this point where I am able to financially, fully financially support myself by doing what I love every single day because I believed in myself. And I think a, a big reason of why I believed in myself was because I released these stories. I released these limiting beliefs that I wasn't good enough, that I can't do this, that I can't be successful. And I started saying, yes, I can be. Yes, I can. Yes, I can heal my relationship with food. Yes, I can, you know, have the dream life. Yes, I can have these incredible clients. Yes, I can. And now I'm working with clients from all over the world, um, Hungary, uh, Canada, US, New Zealand, Italy. Like I work with clients from all over the world and I'm able to set my own schedule. I am no longer, you know, a slave to a 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. job. Um, and I feel fully in alignment. I feel fully in my purpose. And I'm so fulfilled on the inside out. And there's no single desire to turn to food. And mostly because I've done the work to retrain my brain, to rewire, reprogram my brain, but also because I'm so fulfilled, you guys. 
And this is what I tell a lot of my clients all the time. When you are fulfilled, when you are working at a job that you love, when you are, you know, making a difference in the world, or you are confident in who you are and you're being kind to yourself and you feel fulfilled, you have joy in your life. The desire to turn to food is no longer going to be there. And you know, it's, 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 it's still crazy to say, like, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I have my morning routine practice and I go for a walk with my husband and I work out when I want to work out and I schedule calls when I want to schedule calls. And it's just this freeing, fulfilling life. And I think back, like, imagine if I didn't believe in myself. Imagine if I didn't reach out for support. Imagine if I didn't start my business. How different my life would be today. And now that I've said yes, and I've done the thing, and I've took those leaps of faith, and I shit my pants a couple of times getting here, you know, I'm able to be financially in a good place and be fulfilled and live in my purpose and do what I love because I know my worth and I have boundaries in place and I charge what I charge because I know what I have to offer to the world. And I've seen how I've been able to change so many women's lives and make such a huge difference in their lives. And, you know, I used to do these eight week challenges. Um, geez, I don't know what year it was. Maybe, I don't know. I don't even want to say the year because I can't even remember, to be honest with you. But I used to do these eight week challenges because I saw everybody else on social media doing these eight week challenges and I had no trust in what I wanted to do. So I remember charging, I think it was like $150 for eight weeks. And, you know, I just, well, everybody else is doing that. So I might as well do that. And well, I can't charge a lot because, you know, again, it all came down to this self, like this low self-esteem. And once I got to this place where, like I said, where I'm at right now, where I am actually like really making a huge difference in these people's lives and I'm helping them end their binge eating and I'm changing their family's lives because when my clients are happy and they're fulfilled and they're confident in who they are, their relationships thrive, their family life, you know, gets so much better. And it's, it's really this ripple effect. And I've been able to up-level my service. I've been able to up-level the investment. And guess what? My clients up-leveled their commitment. My clients up-leveled their results. My clients up-leveled their success. I even have clients right now that have asked for a raise. I have clients that are business owners that start their own business. I have a client right now. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. She, she no longer is binging. And she has so much more free time. So she actually started her own business. And it's interesting because a few years ago, 
she started an Instagram account and she did like personal training and health coaching and stuff like that. And she did that many years ago, but she deleted her Instagram because she got, she got scared. And she's like, well, I need to work on my relationship with food and I'm still binge eating. So she deleted it. And now that we've worked through her binge eating, she started it again and she's now working with clients and she's also helping other people now. And because she has the confidence to do so because she has the belief and doesn't mean that there are some times where, you know, she feels fearful or scared, right? Life is not perfect, but she's been able to start it. Right. And I've had clients that got job promotions and it's really so beautiful to see when you own your worth, when you own who you are, you are unstoppable. Instead of worrying about what other people think, instead of being so concerned about judgment from other people, you focus on yourself. You focus on what you truly want, what lights you up, what feels good for you. And it's not a matter of, I wonder if I'm good enough for this job. Or I wonder if I'm good enough to put myself out there. Or I wonder if I'm good enough for this relationship. But rather, is this job good enough for me? Is this relationship good enough for me? Is this person good enough for me? Is this career good enough for me? Own your worth. You show up so much more powerfully when you are confident in who you are and you own your worth, you literally start attracting so much more into your life. It's all energy. When I was at this low vibrational state, didn't believe in myself, lacked confidence in myself, I literally was attracting that into my life. And then when I've done the work, to heal my relationship with food, cultivate more self-belief, trust myself, have more confidence, opportunities started flowing my way. I get asked all the time, you know, to go on other people's podcasts. And I always get messages from women saying like how much I'm changing their lives, how much of an impact I'm making in their life. How can I work with you? And opportunities are flowing to me because I believe in myself and I see the value in what I can create. And it's, it's, it's all energy, you guys. And I've had many clients actually say that coworkers have actually made comments to them. Like you look so much happier, you're glowing. And they're like, simply like, yeah, it's, I feel a little bit more confident. Like I'm starting to own who I am. I had this one client and that was kind of her experience where she's like, I had a compliment today and somebody asked me what I was doing because I looked happier. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course, because you are stepping into your truth. You are meeting your own needs. You're speaking up for yourself. You're no longer settling. You're owning who you are. You're no longer people pleasing. You're no no longer letting people walk all over you. And you guys, that is the best freaking feeling in the world. Best freaking feeling in the world. And 
there was actually a quote that popped up on social media. And when I was kind of planning out this episode and I'm just going to read it to you, it's, it's really short here. It just said, read the room, but don't match the energy of the room. Own your space and set the tone for yourself. And I just love that. And I wanted to share because it's so easy to get sucked into, you know, other people's energy, other people's opinions, other people's values, or even play this comparison game, right? But you no longer need to compare yourself to what other people are doing. You no longer need to fear rejection or fear judgment as much when you hold your ground, when you stand in your truth, you set the tone for yourself. Everything starts to shift and people respect you more when you have boundaries. I have boundaries with my clients. You know, I have boundaries with social media. I have boundaries in multiple areas of my life. And I think there's kind of four main things that I'm going to leave you with that really helped me get to this place. Number one that I just mentioned, setting boundaries. So important. People respect you so much more when you have boundaries. And I've learned that from a lot of my mentors. And when I see that they have boundaries and I'm like, wow, like good for you. And it's true because you can't be the best you if you don't have those boundaries. So instead of looking at creating boundaries as like this mean thing for other people, I'm setting a boundary so that I can fill up my own cup. I can show up as the best version of myself and I can give so much more. I always, I always uh, tell my clients, I'm like, you guys need to set boundaries. Imagine if I didn't have any boundaries. And I was like, yeah, you can message me at one in the morning and you can, you know, um, like I don't have a family or anything like that. I don't have a husband or anything like that. Like you can just send me a message two in the morning, one in the morning, like, you know, or like whatever. And if I didn't have time to do my morning routine, if I didn't have time to work on myself, I could not pour as much energy as I'd like to. It just wouldn't be possible. So setting boundaries is so important, you guys, for you and for others. You are doing yourself and others the biggest service possible. So that's number one. Number two, which kind of goes with number one, but it's meeting your own needs. Asking yourself, like, what do I need? What are some of my needs? Maybe it's love. Maybe it's you need to feel seen. Maybe you need to feel you like you belong. You want to feel part of a community. You need to meet those needs because we all have these basic human needs. And if you don't meet those needs, guess what? You're going to try to meet those needs in self-sabotaging ways, like turning to food to try to get comfort turning to food to feel happy, turning to food to reduce your stress and anxiety. So you need to start meeting your own needs. And what this can look like is maybe like for me, I've always kind of struggled with like slowing down. I've always had like this kind of hustle, hustle, hustle mentality. But a lot of the time, what my body needs is slowness. What my body needs is relaxation. 
And to not be doing something, we're not human doings, we are human beings. And sometimes I just need to be, I don't need to do, I don't need to be at my laptop. I don't need to be working 24 seven. You know, as you've seen, I've came from that background of, you know, starting at 6 a.m. and getting home at like nine, 10 o'clock. So it was really, you know, it was a lot for me to kind of work through, but meeting my own need of slowing down, meeting my own need of listening to my body, that is meeting your own needs. What's not meeting your own needs, for example, would be like your body is asking you to take a rest day from the gym and you're like, nope, got to go to the gym and you're burnt out and you're exhausted, but you go anyways, right? Again, you can't show up as the best you. So meeting your own needs. This has been a fun journey for me, exploring and experimenting with things that my body wants. Number three, clearly communicating your needs to other people, right? This could be in terms of a relationship, right? Whether it's your intimate life, like what are your needs? What do you want from your partner? This could be communicating communicating your needs to your boss at work, communicating your needs with your friends, your coworkers. What do you need? What are your needs? People cannot read your mind. So you need to be open. You need to express yourself and you need to stand in your truth. You know, stand in your truth. What is it that you do want? You got to speak up for yourself because it's kind of sad to say, but everyone's kind of looking out for themselves, you know, and speak, speak what you want. And oftentimes when you speak what you want in a, in a kind manner and you're being authentic and you're being true, it's reciprocated. And again, people respect that, right? So you need to just communicate your needs to other people. And then the last one is be yourself without justifying. Show up as yourself without this explanation. Show up as the version of you, unfiltered, right? Unfiltered, without without any reason. It's just, hey, this is me. And I think this is the biggest thing because even when it comes to, let's say, comments from you know, family members or friends regarding your body or your food choices. Uh, Nobody should be commenting on what you're eating. Nobody should be commenting on your weight or your body, but unfortunately it does happen. It does happen. And it doesn't matter, you know, what they think. It matters what you think about yourself. And I was explaining this to a client the other day You know, if you're somebody who used to always diet and maybe never say yes to dessert, I'll just actually give you an example of myself because I can share openly about this. I used to never like eat dessert or cakes at birthday parties. And my, my family would always know half the time I would bring my own food. So they would always know Lorna doesn't eat dessert. Lorna is this health freak, blah, 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 blah. And then when I started to work on my relationship with food and I started to make peace with these foods and start to allow myself more of these foods in my head, I was like, 
oh my gosh, like my family is going to think like I'm this pig or my family is going to think that I'm just letting myself go or my family is going to think like I don't care about my health anymore. And I was so concerned about what other people were thinking that I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about me and my health and my mental health and what I needed to do. Right. And I always felt like I need to justify, well, Hey, 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 I'm, I'm eating this cake because, you know, I'm working on my relationship with food or I'm going up for seconds because I'm actually starting to trust myself with food. You know, people don't, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. I want that second piece of cake period. I want to dress this way. I want to act this way. You don't have to explain. You don't have to justify. You can just be. And I get a lot of messages from people saying, I'm attracted to you because of your authenticity, of your personality, just showing up as you. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like I get to literally grow my business simply because I just get to be myself. And you guys, that's the most freeing, liberating easiest thing to do when you've practiced it and you've embodied it, I should say, not practice it. You've embodied it because when you're trying to be something that you're not, that's exhausting. It's draining. It's life sucking and people can feel it. But when you just embody who you are and you own who you are and you're just yourself, it's there's, there's not a lot of hard work, right? It's just, this is who I am. This is, this is, this is literally me like it or not. This is me and not everybody's going to like you. And I think that's, that's another, you know, just bonus point here. Not everybody's going to like you. And the goal is not to get everybody to like you. The goal is for you to like you. And once I realized that a lot of things started to shift for me. So again, just to kind of recap those four points there uh, of the four things that kind of helped me get to where I am right now after ending my binge eating, making a huge impact and, you know, living the life of my dreams is number one, setting boundaries. Number two, meeting my own needs. Number three, communicating my needs to other people. And number four, just being myself, being myself. So I hope you guys found this helpful. I hope that you will take a lot of the, the tidbits or the little nuggets from this podcast and start to implement it into your own life. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to want to start your own business. You can implement these tools in your, your parenthood life, in your relationship, you know, at work, you can implement these tools. And if you are somebody who is craving a healthy relationship with food, if you're somebody who's craving to break out of these binge eating cycles, I would encourage you to download my free guide. If you've not yet already downloaded it, I have put together a completely free guide. It has my top three tips to end your binge eating. And I just share very simply three effective tools that can really, really support you with your relationship with food. So in that guide, you will learn what causes you to feel impulsive with food. I share some tools to actually implement for when you feel the impulse to binge. I share why you need to shift your beliefs 
And I also share how to start the process of reprogramming your brain out of these cycles. So go ahead and get the guide. You can go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash free guide, and you'll get it into your inbox ASAP. Again, that is sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash free guide, or you can check out the link in the show notes. So much can happen for you when you break free out of these binge cycles. So much can happen for you, not only with your relationship with food, but your relationships, your career, your mental health, everything can shift for you. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much for just listening to this episode. I love you guys so much. I love doing these podcast episodes. They're my favorite. I hope I, you know, I hope you found this helpful. I hope you can take something from it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will catch you in the next episode.